Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Safety and Logistics Committee, the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm uh, I'm doing well. A little worn out. A little worn out. It's uh, been a busy week. Why? What's yeah. going? Who got married now? No, nobody got married. Just you know, a lot of catching up at work, and uh, you know, just a lot of my social dance card's been very full. Why? What, so. what was the social? What's on the social? Oh dance well, card? you know, just like poker last night. Uh, today, I've got uh, fantasy football draft, uh, oh, which, which I'm got, looking yeah. forward to. Yeah, I'll bet yeah. you are. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? I'm, I'm just, oh, I bet you are. You're, you're, fucking you're such a nice guy. You know that dorks. Oh, really? Uh, that's where you're going with that? They're going to go fucking, let's go. I'm going to pick my team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you say it like that. <laughs> no, no, it's perfectly fine. Oh, see, now you're backpedaling. Now that you've made me feel bad, now you're going to backpedal. Yeah, that's 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 the modus operandi. Yeah, I think, frankly, I think you're a fucking loser for not playing fantasy. Yeah. You think so? I do. I do. So I'm going to come with you then, and I'm going to join that league uh, you know what you should just give me your hundred bucks now and just forget it ever happened oh so now <laughs> yeah you're really not talking to me into doing it so no no well I know, you, know what, you know what you're really, no more well, here's the thing you know what you're really afraid of by the way you're afraid of me going in there winning yeah there's having I, that I, first year that first year dumb luck oh my god he fucking won the whole thing i think there's zero possibility of that even if you were to auto draft I, I don't think that could happen for you so why uh because it's just you lack the um capability of uh, ha- managing a, uh, a fantasy football team properly. Oh, my God. I think you do. Yeah. Well, so. I don't really. I'm not going to do it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. Yeah, this totally is all, not gonna this is all hypothetical anyway. I'm, there's no, there is no, like, here's the thing. That would be so low on my priority list, I would lose every week because I just didn't change anything. Well, the one thing I'm not doing uh, again this year is helping my son. So Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Because he won it's it all game, last time. It's game on now. Yeah. I had the best record. I finished the season, uh, you know, ten and four, uh, going into the playoffs, and uh, he ended up beating me. And I helped him all season long. In fact, I'm not even going to remind him that the draft is today. Yeah. If he doesn't show up, he he gets auto drafted. He can't place in the money, and he still has to pay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Fuck that kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. So let's get into some of the personal story segments here. And the first one I wanted to start off with is that. You know, after after further contemplation of this, I do think that uh, Adrian may be the nicer one overall. Yeah, I think that if you look at the valleys and the, like the, the 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 peaks and valleys of my uh, emotional roller coaster, right? I'm definitely on the lower side. It's probably worse than anything you could do, right? And it doesn't make up for the highs. Yeah, yeah. I I think that you're probably your manic nature. Um, it makes me the nicer person, even though I'm pretty much just neutral with everyone. Like, yeah. so I, I'm just leaving. I'm just leaving the house, right? Right. And, oh, geez. <laughs> and I'm going to get gas, right? <laughs> okay. And I had a little bit of a of a kerfuffle with uh, Danielle, mm-hmm. which I was I was really upset with, only for the fact that I'm like, look, I'm trying to. I got to go out here for 12 hours, go out and make money, and you're gonna fucking give me shit before I fucking go. Like, what the fuck? 
So I go in there to go get gas, and the woman that was in, in the Circle K was trying to be funny at a time frame in which I was not looking for humor. Mm. You know what? What specifically did she say? Well, okay. So at a certain point, I I got lotto tickets. Mm-hmm. I got like a you know Powerball ticket. I got one like one Powerball ticket, and one regular lotto ticket. Like I right. just bought you know just buy a couple tickets or whatever. And because I suck at math, right? And um, you know, I choose that I choose that way to pay my idiot tax. Well, no, it, it is good because it, it goes to uh, it, you know the chunk of the the proceeds go towards education, but it's your education on math. <laughs> yes, yes. So she's like, so if you buy these, then I, and if you win, then I get some of the money, right? Right. And I was not <laughs> ready to hear this. So I said, was I go well? You know the location here actually gets some of the winnings. So yeah, you do get some. Right. Well, they get the money. I don't get the money. Well, that sounds like a you problem then, doesn't it? Right. I said it just like that. <laughs> I go, that sounds like a you problem, isn't it? <laughs> and just had this look of like, <laughs> wow, what an asshole, dude. Because that's literally something that uh, clerks have said to me on, you know, uh, probably a half dozen occasions. Yeah, before. I don't want it's there just to something be any they fucking, say. I don't yeah. want there to be any fucking, I don't want there to be any doubt. That, and I always tell them, yeah, I'll, I'll come back and give you, if I win, I'll come back and give you 10 grand. And I mean it. If that actually happened, and see, that is true. If I ever did hit the lotto from someone that I told I'd give them ten grand if they sold me a winning lotto ticket, yeah. I would go in as soon as I got that check and give them ten grand cash. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Well, I, I said that to her, and then she had this look of like. The, the thing is, this like, she was already outside of the realm of, you know, like uh, regular conversations that you can have with. Uh, you know, a, a customer or whatever. No, I think that's an acceptable conversation to have with a customer at a convenience store. Yeah, but store. It, it's not a professional part of it, though. I, <laughs> wait a second. What what level of professionalism are you expecting from your Circle K clerk? The highest. <laughs> really? The highest level of professionalism. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on, man. It's I'm a, quickly losing my love for for Circle K, by the way, and this helped with it. You know. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay, go ahead. finish the story, angry man. So you crushed this poor woman. Yeah, and then I left. I left, I left at that point. And I was standing outside. I do think in response she slowed the pump down. If you're if you're able to do this, because it she, took yeah. forever and a month to pump my fucking forty dollars worth of gas. Like it was one of those things where it took a long time, and I'm just like I go I go to look at it, and I'm like. I'm only at 20 right now? Like, oh, this fucking bitch. <laughs> and I really did think at that point, like, it was in my mind, a very, very serious part of my mind, that I'm like, I bet you this bitch is slowing this fucking shit down <laughs> because of this. I'm pretty sure there's no mechanism by which she can do that. But <laughs> I, Here's the thing. I don't know that, and so I'm going to go ahead and say she probably could. Yeah, they, I don't think they put a fuck with the customer switch on the gas pump. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right, so... But, but, wait a second. Go ahead. I, that, first of all, that's very uncharacteristic of you. To do that, I would say, to to be uh, rude to people just non discriminately. I wasn't in a good mood. Like yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't in a good mood. Like me, like I said, I had an argument. Right. I leave out. I'm I'm, I'm not in the right frame of mind, and I just want to get my gas and I just want to get on the road. Like I just right. want to get started. Yeah. And just to hear the I get some of your money. No, bitch. No, you don't. You're not going to get the fucking dime of it. Like, I literally was thinking, I'm like, you know what I'm going to well, do? That, I'm going to buy this location and fire you. 
that wasn't the worst part. Is you made her feel feel worse by knowing that her boss gets money, but she doesn't. Yeah, and then told her it was her problem. Yeah, that's a you problem, not a me <laughs> yeah, problem. That's just, I mean, you, yeah, I can understand the no, I'm keeping it all, you know, type of thing is yeah. in a joking way, but um, you know, the way <laughs> like I wanted to make sure I was accurate about you, it too. You just wanted to hammer, <laughs> like, oh man. You, you, you shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. <laughs> you know, yes. <laughs> that's where you were coming from. I was, fucking, I, I was not having any of it. Oh, I just wasn't geez. in a good mood. Yeah, you're 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 a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I think the lows are too low. Yeah, the lows are probably too low. You, you, you might want to moderate that. So. I got you. Now, you know, I narrow say, that spectrum just I, a tad. I will say this: there is one place that I do go to at night that I am the nicest in now. And that is Wawa. Okay. Now, I'm trying to figure this out, by the way. So let me preface this by saying a couple things, because I know you're going to say a couple things in it, and you're going to be wrong without knowing it. (laughs) At night, I stop at Wawa for coffee. Okay. Now, I stop at various Wawas all over the place, and Mm -hmm. this phenomenon happens at pretty much all of them in, in some percentage. And this is in the middle of the night? Yeah, it starts about 5 p.m. and grows till about 6 a.m. So you figure okay. in that time frame, this is what happens. All right. So when I go to Wawa, sometimes I'll just go and piss and then go get a cup of coffee and leave out. So when I walk up to the counter, all I have is a cup of coffee. Right. Half of the time, at least half of the time I get coffee. And I'm talking like, you know, four, five times a night. Okay. Half of the time, the coffee's free. Why? I don't know. They just say, I'll go ahead and take it, man. Have a good evening. And it happens. I would argue more than half the time, but I can't say all the time because there's times that I have to pay for it. Like this morning, I had to pay for it. Yeah. But a lot of times at night, I just get the coffee for free. Huh. Sometimes they just give an excuse. Like, And this is what I'm saying. I'm very nice in there now. I will have to wait in line for the coffee, right? Right. And there's three or four people in line, and somebody's always got some kind of fucking problem, right? Something that takes a long time. And by the time I get up there, they're like, just the coffee? Like, yeah. Well, you had to wait in line so you can get out. Hmm. Like, but sometimes I just walk the fuck up, and they're just like, oh, go ahead and have it. You can go. Wow. And I don't know why. Now, I told this to Danielle, and this is what Danielle thought it was. They think you're a cop. Why would they think you're a cop? I think, again, that, you know, like, I have the boots on. I got, like, the uniform-looking pants on. I got a plain black shirt on. Yes. Like, I'm white. That could be it. You know, like, I I think that it's possible that they think I'm a cop. It could be actually a broader policy that, you know, as kind of a customer appreciation, keep people coming back type of thing that they give their clerks a discretion to just say, hey, you know, you want to give someone a free coffee, just go ahead. I you think know. that's true. I think that's true as well. And I do think that there's another theory there. I think that the and being part of this community now right. of night people. Right. Is that the night people community is a much more like giving away kind of community. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is a, you know, as, as someone who has worked nights in the past, you know, I, I worked uh, nighttime security and uh, I actually worked the uh, 11 to 7 shift at a 7-Eleven one time. 
which is just a, a eye-opening experience. It, pretty much half your evening is kicking crackheads out of the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, um, you know, cleaning up the needles and shit out of there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, is, it is such a different world, you know? Yeah, so. it's totally a different deal, man. It's yeah. and, I, and I love it though. Don't get me wrong, I love it. It has its ups and downs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The crackheads are starting to piss me off a little bit, but right. you know. Yeah. Well, because like you can't ever like you know, like you're not left alone. They're always Hey man, can I get a dollar? Right. Hey man, can I get some change? Yeah. Can I get you know yeah, until you until they encounter you and you like deflate their entire world. Like you did to that old man a couple weeks ago. Here's the thing. Out of the <laughs> out of the Wawa when I get a free coffee. If that's when you want to ask me, that's probably the best time because I literally will like, oh, I got some change in my pocket. I'll give you some change. Right. Like I'll do that for the well. And I think the Wawa, if the Wawa knew that, they wouldn't give me the free coffee because they're not, like I'm. I'm. And then you're promoting uh, vagrancy. Yes, in a weird way, <laughs> yeah. like indirectly, yeah. vagrancy happens. Yeah. And then and 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 last was it last Thursday? I think it was Thursday night. I ended up in uh, USF. Okay. And on the campus or around the campus. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am fucking, I am avoiding that fucking place like the plague. It's so, it it was like 1030 or 11 at night. It was busy like 5 PM in the, like on the, on the road, Mm -hmm. busy like 5 PM and all these college five o'clock on a, on a Thursday. No, no, no. no. It was like that. It was 10 something at night. Oh, I got you. Okay. And it was like, it was five o'clock around with all these fucking, all the traffic and everything traffic. Yeah. Ugh. And the the students are always late. And the other thing is, and I know we'll get into this one, is that because of what happened earlier that day with the ten thousand dollars in the student oh, loan yeah. thing, yeah, there's probably a lot of partying going on that night. Well, no, I'm sure these kids. I, I don't know if these kids were getting it or not, but yeah, I didn't. They're ca- all getting it. I didn't care. I just looked at them all with fucking hate and de- and derision. Really? Why? We'll get into that. We'll get into that part of the story. Well, let's let's go in. Uh, I right, will go into that. Yeah, unless you've got any more personal stories to tell. Uh, no, no, we'll do some of that other stuff later. Okay. Well, uh, of course, this week uh, Joe Biden uh, announced that uh, the the uh, U.S. government would be uh, canceling up to ten thousand dollars in student loan debt and up to twenty thousand dollars in Pell Grant uh, debt for anyone who uh, makes $125,000 per year or less, which is probably the majority of, of people who have student loans. And, uh, you know, I think that's an awesome thing. I, I think that's absolutely fantastic. What, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, so I know you're just, you're well, because I know some of the news articles that you put up and the fact of the inflation part you're happy for different reasons than you're not actually happy for these people. You're no, happy because- I, I'm totally happy for this. This benefits both of my kids. Both of my kids have some student debt. In both cases, it's it's under ten grand. But uh, chances so both are, of the, both of the in both of their cases, they're going to get all their student loans yeah, ripped out. It looks that way okay. if this actually comes to pass. Um, you know, but yeah, it's it's a whole weird thing. And and of course, I'm happy about that part. But I'm also happy about the the consequences of this, which are going to be uh, fairly significant. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like they're saying, and again, I've been listening to. Let me hold. On, let me give my take on this one okay. first off. Okay. Part of me is upset about it, and part of me is like, who the fuck are these kids to fuck? It? Like, you go to college, you pay pay your fucking pay the bill. Right. Part of me is like, because the argument was, well, you know, all these PPP loans that went out, and you know, these companies got all this money. It's a valid argument. In some ways, it's a valid argument. However, those loans were made 
to they weren't made to just give to one person. They were made to keep people working. Right. Like the government shut everybody down and those were made those loans were done, you know, in theory. Yeah. To keep those people working, which it wasn't the case. <laughs> exactly. Like it didn't happen that way. Yeah. And you're right, it was just another handout. That's all this is, is right. just another handout. Well, it shows the hypocrisy of everything because you know, it, you have half the country right now uh, who supported the PPP loans, who hate the the uh, student loan forgiveness, and the other half who loves the student loan forgiveness but hates the PPP loans. You know, I, I don't see how you can be for one and against the other unless well, you just. Well, not for either though. So. Well, I'm for both. <laughs> not even kidding. Why do you keep laughing at that? Why, well, why because you of your goal at the end of the day line. as to why you're happy about it though, because you want it to all burn down. And I want as much cheese as I can get along the way. There you go. Yeah. I, I didn't actually get in on the PPP, but I, I did get some benefits out of the COVID thing. So yeah. I, I got a little bit of government cheese out of that. Well, you got some low, low, you got some low interest loans. And, yeah. And, and some actual, you know, of course, everybody got the stimulus. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and, that's, and everybody got that. My wife uh, being a hairdresser, her, she, you know, she couldn't work. So she got some of the special unemployment. Yeah. You know, so even though she had a black market uh, underground uh, hairdressing business. Mm, you know? I know. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, I think it's a great thing. But you're you're opposed to it. Well, I mean, of course I'm opposed to it. But at the same time, in in listening to what you're saying right now, it is going to increase inflation. It's going to jack up the cost of of, of schooling. Like it's going right. to jack up the cost of colleges. Of, of course, it's going to ba- it bailed out. You know, a lot of the ones that aren't getting their money. Right. So, like in in a weird way. All of the goals that they were claiming that were going to happen because of this, the actual opposite will happen and not what they're claiming is happening. Well, you have to because they're like, well, we're going to hold, you know, we're going to hold them accountable. You you have to understand the long string of ironies that happened to get to the point where we're at to begin with. And the first of all is the reason that college is so fucking expensive is because we have government-backed student loans. Yes. If it wasn't for government-backed student loans to begin with, college would be much more affordable. And less people would be in debt. Yes, exactly. So that's irony number one. Irony number two is that um, the entire process of uh, government uh, guaranteeing student loans or actually government directly loaning money to students is unconstitutional. Okay. Uh, irony number three is that Joe Biden's executive order to forgive that debt is unconstitutional, <laughs> you know, yeah. which, which is awesome. I, the more unconstitutional stuff they can do, the better. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, irony uh, number uh, four is that, well, you, you know what I liked is they when this when this came out, they were talking about this is going to cost a total of three hundred billion dollars. Right. Yeah. And they kept citing this study. So uh, the Wharton model, uh, which was the uh, uh, the Wharton School at uh, UPenn, uh, University of Pensil- Pennsylvania. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, well, they keep, um, you know, referencing this study. I want to go look at the study and see how they got to that number. Well, when I got to the study, they actually said that the, the and this is literally from the summary of this study, the first line is, we estimate that forgiving federal college student loan debt will cost between... 300 billion and 980 billion over the 10-year budget window but they took the first number and the media all ran with this well hold on they took the first number and then just ignored and the round sec- down almost well no, well no that's it what i heard on the media the first couple of days was this is going to cost 300 billion dollars yeah like it was a set in stone fact like that was you know the the, the can cbo giving those numbers 
But the reality is it's going to cost a trillion dollars. And that's that might be a conservative estimate. And first of all, so we have to understand that, um, and again, fully support this completely, um, <laughs> that we are already deficit spending significantly, like $2 trillion. We deficit spend $2 trillion a year. So this is going to add $1 trillion to that deficit spending. Or $100 billion over the course of 10 years if they're doing it that way. If they're forgiving the debt, well... Oh, yeah, if they forgive the debt all at once, then it's all at once. Well, essentially, it depends on how they budget it. So if they, they do it as an initial write-off in one year or they, you know, they could also amortize it over the cost of the loan, how they would be normally be repaid and amortize it that way. But either way, it's going to cost net at least a trillion dollars. And since we don't have that money, and this is revenue that's not coming in, they're going to have to offset it. So what they're going to have to do is issue treasury notes, which are then going to have to be bought by the Fed. (laughs) And the Fed will create new money to purchase those treasury notes. Hence, adding a trillion dollars to the uh, monetary supply, thus causing interest. And I think that... Or causing inflation. Or causing inflation. Uh, And I think that uh, at interest, (laughs) even... Um, so I think that uh, according to my back of the envelope co- uh, calculations here, we're probably looking at a net increase over that 10 year window uh, in inflation of 11.7%. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, again, it's, it's, there's a lot of balls up in the air right now, so it's hard to give a firm number, but, but based on on that, it's it's probably going to be in the some somewhere in the neighborhood of you know eleven so this, to twelve percent. This is going to cost everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Like everybody's so paying the price on this. Effectively, one. in the long run, you were probably better off paying off the loan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially if you it, like. There's people out there that owe a hundred thousand dollars. You know, one hundred fifty thousand dollars that are having, only getting ten thousand. Having ten thousand forgiven of that is inconsequential to the cost of that in the long run, what it's going to cost you in inflation. Yeah. yeah. But they haven't been paying for him for years anyway because Trump actually, and Trump was the one that started this, Trump actually paused all student loan payments. Correct. And I, the other funny thing is uh, Biden used that precedent to justify his debt forgiveness. Um, so you have all these Trumpsters saying that it's unconstitutional what he's doing, but yet uh, it was Trump that it, it laid the groundwork, uh, the legal groundwork for Biden to be able to do this, and Biden actually cited that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's it, it's just always funny what the two sides of the political aisle fight over because it's they're they're arguing for or against the exact same thing all the time, just for different people. Yeah. You know, it's really well, what it boils it, down or, to. Or, or like, okay, like when it comes to like. Biden's overspending and stuff like that. Right. Like, do you forget what Trump did? Like, do you just, do you choose to ignore what Trump did? Did you forget what Trump did? Right. Like $800 billion plans he was signing to issue everybody checks to make sure he had his fucking name on them. <laughs> right. Like, and then sent a separate letter to every American telling you. So not only was his name on the check, he sent a letter follow up to just remind you that he gave you that money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, how much did that cost the federal government? And then the thing is this. So the baseline the Dems worked on when they got elected right. added the 800 billion. Right. So all they do is spend another 400 billion and say, look, we cut the deficit in half. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like and so when they get up on their press conferences they can say with a straight face 
Look, we're way, way more fiscally responsible than the last administration is. We've made historic fucking reductions right. in the deficit. <laughs> and it's like, it, it, this is where my problem with Republicans are, is that if you wouldn't have set the precedent, they wouldn't be able to say this. You can't be mad at them for overspending when Pe- you are the cause of their overspending. People on both sides of the political aisle are just too fucking stupid to understand that. Well, that the they, people they that support are. them. Yes. The people that elect them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the ones that are up there and elected the know people exactly who go, what they're doing. The people who go to the ballot box and decide who gets to rule over my life, you fuckers are responsible for that. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and this is where some of my anger comes in because it's almost like the pain that's coming is completely deserved. Right. Like, especially this oh, next yeah. round. Like, it's going to be deserved. You, right. You, 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 like, and this is where I get, I, I get mad at homeless people that I shouldn't. Because I look at you and I'm like, you fucking asshole. You voted for this shit. You probably voted for this. Really? The homeless people? Again, I'm not saying it, it's rational. I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying this is where my head's at. I don't know. I, this is why I'm not the nice one. The The homeless people that in, in my lifetime that I've known are usually pretty far outside the government. Yeah. Well, no, a lot of them are. But. Well, at least around here, maybe. But uh, I think you go to uh, Portland, like we were talking about last week, and they're probably all very involved in politics. Oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> they're, they're probably God. filling those town hall meetings, you know. Yeah. So, it, 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 again, we, you, I hate them all. I'm pissed off at them all. And I just, like. I think they're all doing a hell of a job. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> Keep giving me free money until the government collapses. That's my objective. Yep. Yeah. And there, and it sounds like that there. It's too bad you don't have student loans that you can get. Rid of, I wish know. I did. I wish I did. You should go to school right now just to be able to get that. I'm I'm going to start uh, lobbying my uh, uh, you know elected representatives to uh, start canceling uh, SBA loans because that's next on my agenda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's do some SBA loan forgiveness. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Not that I have any intention of paying those back anyway. <laughs> oh really? I'm going to wait to see what the consequences are. <laughs> well, that's the other thing that this does though. One of the other un- intended consequences is right so one more people are going to try to go to school right right and more people are going to stop paying their bills right yeah it, it, it's like if, if, if they're not going to set up a scenario where there's significant consequences for not paying back an sba loan i'm not paying the sba loan yeah you know fuck you <laughs> i'm taking back some of the money that you've taken from me my entire life yeah yeah and that's and that's and that's what's going on right R- now right it's another reason that we are really like way more now living in a banana republic oh without question like there's question. no getting around this one. Well, at least, at least in this banana republic we live in, there it looks like there may be some justice because the orange man may be in an orange jumpsuit soon. Oh, you are so fucking full of shit. <laughs> and uh, once so again, let's go into it. Let's go into again, it. Jesus Christ! I just love it for the chaos. That's the only reason that I'm I'm excited about this because I couldn't give two shits about Trump or Biden or any of these fuckers. I just love to see the chaos. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the uh, the uh, um, the affidavit uh, which uh, resulted in the search warrant has been uh, released, heavily redacted. Uh, but we do know that he actually was in possession, uh, knowingly and willfully uh, in possession of uh, three over three hundred classified documents, uh, seventy five of which were top secret, compartmentalized uh, national security, uh, national intelligence. Uh, operational information uh you know uh <laughs> he was in possession of and he told uh the uh national archives that he did not have anymore so he knew he did he lied about having them yeah I, if you're not under oath though it doesn't matter 
<laughs> really? Do you think that? Wow. You, oh, what, no, I guess who's, not. Who's talking? Guess, hold on. It, it depends on who he said that he didn't have any more to. Who's okay? <laughs> so hang on a second. So if I steal stuff, okay, and I stash it at my house, okay, and I tell the cops that there's nothing in my house, and they go in with a search warrant and find it, um, I can say, oh well, it's no big deal because I I, I wasn't obstructing justice because I wasn't under oath. Tell me how that works. Well, you're not going to get him for lying. You might get him for obstruction, but well, not you, lying. Yeah, well, that's obstruction of justice. Yeah, I yeah. got you. So, uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. Again, look, here's the thing, man. Let them all go to jail for all I give a fuck. Oh, but like, yeah, absolutely. But they're, they're not going to do that. Like, you're getting all worked up for nothing. Oh, I'm not all worked up. I'm, I'm, oh, well, you're absolutely worked up. I, you know... It, it's funny because you have accused me lately of Trump derangement syndrome. You got a little bit of a case of TDS. It's a very light case, but it's there. But here's the thing. I think you are just defending this guy completely no, unjustifiably. I hate him. I hate him. I don't I know, like him. I know, so I don't understand why you like, don't. I don't like him. I don't understand why you don't think this is a big deal. Okay, hold on. Here's the let me see if And let me see if I can self-analyze myself a little bit here. Right. So I don't like Trump, and I hate Trump. Right. I also hate everybody that's going against them too. Yeah. So I think sometimes I'm in a pickle in the fact that I don't like, the, I, I hate the DOJ. I hate the FBI. Right. I hate the current government. I right. hate them too. So if they're going after Trump, I don't want to defend. I, I, I don't, I don't, I get you. I don't yeah. like, I don't want to go after Trump and, and side with them. Cause fuck you. You're too. not siding with them. It's, it's just, your. I feel like you are. I, I I'm God. I, I, are you really talking to me? You think I'm no, no, the no, guy no, no, no. that would hold, side hold on, with the federal on, government on, on anything? Here. Hold on a second here. When I said that I think you are, I don't mean you personally. I think in the situation, I think you are. You're falling into the trap, though, that there's always two sides. You're see, That's what I'm saying. You still have that mentality. No, that, I, no I, you do. You do still have that red-blue mentality that <laughs> if you if you agree with one side then you have to disagree with the other. And if you disagree with one side, then you have to agree with the other. I don't want to team up with one side to go you're against not, the other. No, I feel you're like not, you are. To say, hang I on a second. Like you are. I, but to say from an objective reality standpoint that this guy stole uh, classified documents, took them to his house, and then told the government that he didn't have them, that's just objective reality. That's pretty much what happened. Now, that doesn't mean I support the FBI. I want the FBI abolished <laughs> yeah. but you can't ignore the objective reality that even though i don't believe them there's and here's the other thing that we can say is there polit political motivation in this oh you betcha you you betcha absolutely yeah you, you betcha yeah uh but is it also true yes so you don't have to actually pick a side in these things. There's not. It's not like, oh, well, if I'm rooting for that team, or, or you know, if if I'm if I'm saying that guy's bad, this guy has to be good. It's not like that. It's just know. objective reality. Know. So, and again, we we've had this discussion before, but I don't even think in those terms anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't I think in choosing just, a side. I just uh, I can't do it. Yeah, I, I just I hate them. I hate them all. Well, and the thing is this: in the in in the in the and this is where we probably. I don't I don't know if we disagree or not disagree, but I do have an order of people I hate more than others. Right. It's a floating list. I'm not going to say it's not a floating list, but right now the FBI, the FBI, the CIA, Joe Biden are all ranked higher in my hate um, hierarchy than Trump is. Right. 
Trump's on the list. I'm not saying he's not on the list. Right. He's just not as high. He's not as high as the other ones. Now, if Trump gets elected president, then, you know, conversely, he'll move up my hate hierarchy. Oh, he's not getting elected president. He's going to be lucky to stay out of jail. And I frankly don't think he is. I, I think I, he's probably going to jail at this point. All right, I, hold on. We, 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 yeah. were, we were going to do this before. Right. So let's do this now. Well, I, I wanted hold the on. easy oh, bet no, no, with the no. indictment. Hang no, on a no. second. I wanted the easy bet with the indictment. Yeah, but you can indict anybody at any time. Well, oh, no, anything. no, no. Wait a second. A week ago, you were saying he's not even going to get indicted. Now, you've pretty much conceded that he's no, getting have, indicted. No, no, no. I have not. I have oh, not God. conceded that at all. He's getting indicted, dude. Well, it's I, it's probably like, coming in days. I'm willing, to, I'm willing to make the bet. The silver dollar bet, right? That he doesn't go to jail within, and I'm, and I'll time frame it out within four years. I'm going to give you four years from today. Well, here's the thing: if he can drag it out four years, it'll probably die anyway. You see what I'm saying? Especially if they got four years to put him in jail. Silver well, dollar bet: you willing to take it or not? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I would I would put it right now as still a coin toss whether or not he goes to jail. Well, then put that I'm coin confident. on the motherfucking line I'm, then. I'm confident. Well, I don't make 50-50 bets. Then I might as well just play fucking roulette. Uh, <laughs> I make safe bets. Um, I, and the safe bet in this point is indicted. So I'm not making that bet. We're, that's not the bet we're talking about here. The bet we're talking about is going to jail. Right. Right. Now, I... I it's so hard you to say. Make that bet. Well, it's so hard to say because it's so unprecedented, and it will result in chaos. I, I want it to happen so bad, <laughs> but it will result in so much chaos, and it could potentially trigger uh, a civil war, which awesome. Um, but I don't know if it's going to happen specifically for those reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if they put if they put Trump in jail, right, then all the rest of them are next when. It flips. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it'll be. It's like, going to be on at that point. It, it would. It would be great to see the next wave of all this. Uh, would be a whole bunch of Bidens in prison. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. I think Fauci. It, right. like, you could have Fauci go to jail. Fauci you would could be have good. Bidens go to jail. Yeah. You could have the Clintons go to jail. Right. I agree you know, with all that. Yeah. I, well, Pelosi's husband's going to jail. So good thing we didn't make a silver dollar bet about <laughs> no, that one. No, he's not going to jail. Not for very long. No. He, I think he three. I think he he actually did like a couple days or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he's got a couple he's more days. He's done. To do. He's time served. Yeah. 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 He, he won't have any more coming of that yeah but i i do follow his bets i do follow his uh, his should. investments <laughs> oh hey let's get into this by the way huh. so have you looked at the wall street bets well yeah i'm on it fucking every day so we're now we talked about uh uh party city right it seems to be pretty stagnant right now what's going on with that uh i i own uh full disclosure i own i, th- I want to say i own like 400 shares something like that a yeah. party city uh, here's the thing about Party City is of the Wall Street bets, uh, it could experience a short squeeze, uh, but it's also the most uh, fundamentally sound out of all of them. It, Party City is uh, uh, financially solvent right now. They actually turned a profit last quarter. Um, and, you know, they're ramping up to their season. You know, uh, Halloween is probably their biggest season, so they'll probably have good results in the third quarter. So as far as the fundamentals go, it's not a bad investment fundamentally, and if it gets a short squeeze and people do hold, it has a potential to really, uh, you know, crank up. So that's one of the ones that I'm hoping to get a fifty. Where are you in at on that one? I'm in at what is it trading at now? Uh, one eighty two. Oh, one eighty two. 
Yeah, one hundred eighty-two dollars. No, one dollar and eighty-two cents. Oh, it's going to say. Yeah, I, I, I don't recall. Jesus um, Christ! Oh, 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 no, no, no. Jesus yeah, I was going to say. I, how the hell do I have four hundred shares? <laughs> um, no, I actually got in. I think at like two o two, something like that. So I've I've got a little bit of a loss at this. I'm point. in at two bucks. Are you in at two, I'm bucks? In at two bucks? Okay, so we're not both... much. Not much. Yeah, though. Right. I'm gonna. I'm actually now. Here's the thing, though. So hold on. Let me just say this. So right now, the, I still got those Bed Bath and Beyond shares. Right. I haven't sold them yet. Right. Oh, really? It's kind of stabled at this. It's kind of stabilized at this point. It, it could see another uptick. I don't think it's going to be nearly as big an uptick, but I wouldn't be surprised if it shot up to sixteen or so. Yeah. So where'd you get in at? Uh, Fifteen. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I ended up DCAing on that to about seven, so I made a really nice profit when I got out at but twenty. But I, I actually think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go buy a bunch more shares of the uh, Bed Bath or not Bed Bath Beyond. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Of Party City. But it's a safer bet. It's a safer bet. Yeah. Good fundamentals. PE is pretty good. Uh, the uh, EPS is pretty good. Well, so. they're all over the place, and they're actually a good store. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's one of those. The thing is this. And again, it doesn't matter what party you're doing. Party City actually has, like, so much of what you could be looking for. And they're coming into their biggest season. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Halloween, I'm, I'm sure, is by far and away. Now, at one point, they were pretty high up. Like, it, it's been a, like, if you look at, like, the five-year chart on Party City. Oh, yeah. They're way down over like, time. Like, they're way down over well, time. Well, over the past two years during COVID when nobody they was having They went down to 50 party. cents on COVID. Oh, yeah. They, like, in the beginning. Nobody was having parties. So, yeah. they've been taking a loss for a long time. But they're they're back profitable again. So, you know. But, uh, yeah. So, if anything, that's a... Uh, um, it's it's a fairly safe investment. Uh, by the way, uh, we do not offer any um, uh, stock advice on this show. Well, fuck you. This is absolutely financial advice, and you should stake your entire future. Don't fucking your say kids that futures shit. On there. Don't fucking you should, say that oh, shit. Oh, really? Really? You think we're going to get in fucking legal trouble because, oh, yeah, I listened to a couple of anarchists on the Unintended Baggage podcast and lost all my money. If you do that, you're so fucking stupid, you don't deserve to have any. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> there you go. You're not wrong. That's that's my fucking You're not disclaimer. Fucking wrong right that's there. my You're fucking disclaimer. Wrong. Hey, speaking of the Bidens, I don't know if you saw this story, but uh two Floridians are in jail right now for quote unquote stealing from uh Joe Biden's daughter. And I can't find the article. Where you move shit around on me, dude. Okay, it's near the bottom. Uh okay, there it is. Um, so uh, the headline is they thought they'd make a fortune selling Ashley Biden's diary. Now they may be heading to prison. Now, listen to this story. OK, so uh, these uh, two people move into a house uh, that had been formerly rented by a friend of Ashley Biden's who was living living there. And I don't know if she was just you know crashing there or she was, you know, um, subletting or what the deal was. But they moved out. OK. And Ashley Biden leaves behind her diary, uh, uh, like thumb drive, flash drive, something like that, with all her photos on it, personal photos on it, and all her tax returns, <laughs> okay? And, <coughs> excuse me, so the, the new people moving in um, happen to be Trump types. Um, they find this stuff, and they say, well, shit, this is valuable, so they try to sell it to, uh, was it Project Veritas? Yeah, Project Veritas. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> essentially, Project Veritas uh, rolled over on them and said, oh, yeah, this stolen property and gave it to the authorities. And now these people are facing charges. Um, How is it stolen property? That's what I'm saying. That is 100% without question abandoned property. 
because Ashley Biden no longer, if she had any legal claim to begin with other than living there, and it's unclear whether she was on the lease or not, she absolutely uh, lost all claim to that property uh, when she moved out and didn't take it with her. You know, and a lot of people were saying, well, you know, it's it's uh, you know, that's that's the responsibility of it. Look, there's no law in the books that I could find anywhere that said if you move into a house and you find something that someone else left behind there, that it is not your possession. OK, I mean, how? Hang on. How many times have you seen on fucking Antiques Roadshow? Oh, look at this wonderful piece. This is worth $10,000. How did you come by it? Well, we moved into a house and we found it in a chest in the attic. Yeah. You know, if that's the case, why is that person not going to jail? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't get this one. Right. I don't get how this How one... about all the people that, that find, you know, uh, gold in the walls of this yeah, house that and they what, moved into? And what is it with the Bidens with leaving very personal exactly. fucking information they, around? They have no fucking situational awareness. At all. I mean, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden has a laptop with video of him. Smoking crack. Smoking crack. With hookers. With hookers talking about illegal deals he's doing in Ukraine. Yeah. On this laptop, he takes it to a repair shop and fucking leaves it there. Yeah. He abandons this property. Ashley Biden fucking moves out of a house and leaves her fucking diary behind. It's her. And a camera. Uh, it's her diary. I mean, a chick's diary. Isn't that like the the their most personal item on in the world? You'd think. I, I always thought so. You know, I don't keep a diary or a journal or anything like that. Yeah. But if I did, with all my most intimate thoughts and, and things like that in there, I'm going to make sure that that's secure. You'd yeah. think. Right. It, it, it's just the total lack of situational. It's like Joe Biden literally talking uh, to uh, a guy and doing a thing for a guy in a wheelchair. You know, hey, let's give him a round of applause. Stand up there, sir. Yeah, he's looking at a guy in a fucking wheelchair telling him just yeah. it's just it's such an amazing lack yeah. of situational the awareness. Whole Biden I don't even understand is it. Dumb as a fucking box of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just, the kids are the wife is the none of them is, seem to all, understand how the world works and functions. But they at don't all. need to. Yeah. Again, they, they that's it. They that's don't need it. to. They've never needed to because they get covered for all the fucking time. Exactly. They can exactly. do whatever they want to do and they get covered for. So it. on this, I, I was looking up the, the statutes and it, I ended up on Florida statute 715. And there are some rules that, uh, you know, uh, refer to um, what a landlord should do in the situation if a tenant uh, leaves stuff behind. But <laughs> so I'm reading all these and it's it's uh, application of uh, section 715 or chapter 715 uh, subchapter 10 through 111, which is all these things that a landlord's supposed to do. They're supposed to try to notify the person if they don't get back in a certain amount of time, publicize a public auction for the materials, sell it that way. And and then I get to the point where this section here, OK, section 715 point. Uh, 10 to 715.111 provide an optional procedure for the disposition of personal property which remains on the premises after tenancy has uh, terminated or expired in the premises and have been vacated by the tenant through eviction, surrender, abandonment or otherwise. So all these laws on the books that only apply to landlords, not tenants um, are completely optional. So they charge these people with uh, interstate transport of stolen goods was ultimately Do you think the, they're going to get off on this? I, there's there's nothing to charge them with because they can't be stolen goods because there's no law that says 
Someone who abandons property for all intents and purposes, that is abandoned property, moved completely out, left this behind. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's just it's crazy. Well, and the media here's the thing, and the media framing of it is an indictment of the media. Okay, well, hang on a second. It is to some degree. Um, it's it's not telling the whole story because, like I said, these folks were absolute opportunistics. They had political motivation, you know, by selling it to Project Veritas. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to hurt the and fine, you know, whatever your your motivations are, shouldn't matter because <laughs> no law has been broken. You know, I mean, finders, keepers, losers, weepers is not just something that you say in kindergarten. It's literally the law of the land. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, just astounding that that even happens and more so astounding that, um, you know, like you said, the the Biden's lack of situational awareness and the media's lack to actually cover the story the way it should be covered. Yeah. They just don't care. They don't care to cover it correctly. They They just don't. They like it. Oh, these bad people were stealing stuff from from our beloved Biden family. Yeah. You know, and really that's your sycophant nature. Right. The thing the thing that always gets me about the media is your sycophant nature for the Biden's. For some reason, you don't see the hypocrisy in that when you point out the sycophant nature of the support for Trump out there. Oh, right. It's it's virtually identical. Like, it's, 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 it's They each try to one-up each other. I, Look, it started they're both with Ob- cults, yeah. man. <laughs> Obama was a cult? Yeah, right. Exactly. Biden's, a, I mean, Biden's not as much of a cult. No, nah, not as much. But, but, but Obama was a cult, and those, and those Trump people were very jealous about that. They were very jelly. Oh, yeah. So they said, well, we'll take this New York Democrat, and we'll fucking make him a cool Republican. <laughs> right. Yeah, they didn't care who it was. Just someone who talked like a third grader. That's all they needed to hear. I guess. You know? <laughs> but uh, I feel like I'm getting more and more, I feel like I'm... Like there's, there, okay. <laughs> Hang on. One more person uh, who is is getting just completely shafted on media uh, is Herschel Walker. Have you seen this? No, I was waiting to see this one. Okay. Um, so it, it, how this actually came up is I'm at a client and uh, someone said to me, well, uh, we we're talking about somebody here, and uh, this client goes, well, yeah, they're just as dumb as Herschel Walker. I'm like, Herschel, I've never heard that phrase before. Yeah. And so I'm like, where's that coming from? And so this person says to me, oh, well, you know, Herschel Walker said that, you know, the the air in China comes over here and, and pollutes our good air, and our good air goes over to China. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds, you know, odd. So I wanted to hear it for myself. So I'm going to go ahead and play this right now. Here's what Herschel Walker said. And the only place that I could actually find this clip was on a political hatchet job paid for by the fund to, you know, elect whoever great people, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, I'm going to play this clip and then we'll listen to it and we'll see what Herschel Walker actually said. We in America have some of the cleanest air and cleanest water of anybody in the world. So what we do is we're going to put from the Green New Deal millions or billions of dollars cleaning our good air up. So all of a sudden China and India ain't putting nothing in their cleaning that situation up. So all that bad air is still there. But since we don't control the air, our good air decided to float over to China, bad air. So when China gets our good air, that bad air gotta move. So it moves over to our good air space. And now we gotta clean that back up. Uh, That was paid for by the Lincoln Project, which isn't that a Republican organization? It was the one that was formed to go against Trump. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so I started thinking about this, and when he said it, I'm kind of thinking to myself, well, he, look, 
he's saying it in kind of a dumbed down way, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and in fact, one of the longer clips, he actually said, I'm going to say this how y'all folks here in Hendersonville can understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so he was kind of busting chops a little bit. Um, but so I'm thinking, well, it, you know, that's fairly legit because it's not like air pollution stays right above the place it goes. It, it goes into the upper atmosphere. Yeah, it moves it around. Spread. Yeah. So I decided to do a little research on it, and I ended up on this study, uh, which was uh, published in the uh, uh, the uh, uh, National Academy of Sciences. And uh, here, here's oh, what that's I, a stupid right wing. <laughs> of course, uh, here's uh, here's what I came away from it on. Uh, and I'm just going to quote a couple of things from the study. China is the world's largest emitter of anthropogenic air pollutants and measurable amounts of Chinese pollution are transported via the atmosphere to other countries, including the United States. Our focused analysis on U.S. air quality shows that Chinese air pollution related to production of exports contributes at a, max, uh, at a maximum on a daily basis 12 to 24 percent of sulfate pollution over the United States. <laughs> okay, so... Hang on. What this study is showing is that China's bad air is coming over here to America and pushing out our good air over to China. And he's absolutely 100 correct. 100 percent correct. But he has been excoriated in the media and the because they're racist. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is because he said it, you know, with, a, you know, kind of the the black accent he said going it with on that country and, draw. yeah with the drawl and you know he he didn't use big words you know what i'm saying but everything he said was absolutely correct and the left is just hammering him and i so i started thinking okay you're being racist clearly you're not and on a fundamental nature if you had any idea how the planet actually works you would your first instinct would say okay well there's probably some truth to what he's saying you yeah, know? where did he get this from? Right, right, exactly. Well, not even where did he get this from. It just makes sense. I mean, if you've ever seen, like, how hurricanes move, how dust storms from the Sahara affect our air quality here in Florida, yeah, you know, you know that suspended particles in the atmosphere move around <laughs> yeah. all around the planet. That's what they do. So if you have any life experience here on Earth understanding anything more than, you know, what you can see directly in front of you, you should know that there's got to be some validity to this. And that's what pisses me off so bad is it's like if the media knows this and they're still trashing him for it, then they're evil. And if the media doesn't know it, they're fucking stupid. And either way, we shouldn't be listening to anything they have to say. <laughs> you know? Yeah, either way. Right. Because like, Herschel Walker is fucking right. He just yeah, said it in a way that the the elites didn't like. Look, and the know, fact he, that he's he's a Republican, on. isn't he? Yeah, he's a Republican. Okay. So, and, and, of course, the fact that he's a Republican means that we have to trash him no matter what. Yeah. You know? But the other thing is this, though. Look, you know, he said, you know how he said it like? He said it like a stupid football player. Or uh, uh, ex-president. <laughs> you know, you know, like I can literally you, you, hear you, Trump seen, saying that on, exact You've seen thing. interviews with like former football players, right? That they just sound dumb as shit. Yeah, but he actually what he's saying is, but is he's smart. He's, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but what he's saying is not wrong. No, it's just his his mannerisms, his speech. You know, his his choice of words uh, doesn't doesn't go over well with the elitists. Well, no, know? of course it doesn't. Right. But so. and again, it's funny how he's not but wrong. If, but but if, they went after him. If and he was running as a Democrat, I guarantee you that much less of that criticism would be there. Now, if he was running as a Democrat, um, I'm sure that all the 
um, you know, the bashing would be coming from the right. You know? but, yeah. But then again, he wouldn't be, you know, on that narrative, they'd have a hard time bashing him. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, they wouldn't because he's that going one against the, well, the Green New yeah, Deal. Yeah, they wouldn't point that one out because, right. yeah, ideologically, they would use it as. Here's the thing: I think in that aspect, the right would use the clip, but the right would use the clip to attack the Dems, not to attack Herschel Walker. Maybe, yeah, you yeah. Know? Unless I could find something else he said that he sounded like that and would have just well, attacked like a hypocrite him. or something yeah, like like that. being a racist. Well, <laughs> Alan, now that we got into this story, though, let's get into this other story. So we let's get into some other news before we start the, in the hour okay so elections were this week yeah i heard florida, I heard the florida about primaries that. were this week you know i was so tempted <laughs> i was so tempted to uh y- you know you can buy those i voted stickers on amazon yeah i was so tempted to just put like eight of them on myself and go stand in line at my precinct <laughs> oh i wish you'd done that oh i wish you'd done that i always want to do that you know just put a bunch you do that in the general just put a bunch of yes yeah i i i think we have to do that all right know? so we'll do that in the general now i i'm not going to go vote but just kind of like go i in, am voting in go the in the precinct and I, didn't stand vote in the line. Pri- I didn't vote in the primary but i'm gonna vote in the general <laughs> yeah i'm gonna vote in the general because i'm here's the thing i have a rule now that i'm gonna go with from now on yeah i will go and vote for the libertarian really and yeah. that's it. I, I'm not voting for anything else on the ballot. I'm just voting for the Libertarian candidate, and I'm leaving. I have a rule that is I don't want to be ruled, so I won't vote for rulers. There you go. Yeah. I got you. But hold on, though. In the primary, the flip-floppiest flip-flopper that ever flipped a flop is in the game. That's right, man. Charlie fucking Christ wins in a rout, by the way, against Nikki Freed. Because I guess the Dems really fucking hate Nikki Fried. Everybody hates her. You know why? You can look at her and just see she's the most disingenuous person that ever existed. Okay, hold on a second here, dude. Okay, real quick. Hold on. I understand that you're saying this. However, she was up against Charlie Crist, who is also the most disingenuous fucking politician that has ever fucking lived uh, i let me yes <laughs> but i happen to like charlie crist you know i i do i like him personally he's a nice guy he's a good guy you know what you're right charlie crist is a nice but guy he is a political weather vane but he to he me is the political he is the vein. political weather vane but from my perspective he gets a little more cred from me because he's a political weather vane in the way that he does what he his constituents want. You see what I'm saying? Eh. He, yeah, he 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 faces whatever the way the wind is blowing, and the wind is blowing whichever way the the majority of the people want it. So, in that regard, it in a weird way, uh, it almost makes him a better representative of the people. Yeah. Now hold on. Now here's but the yeah thing. I, I, again. Here, here's the thing. Let me, let me, let me. And again, we don't have. Do you want to play the clip for of his? Oh, thing? I don't. I, do I have a clip? It's in the notes. The flip leaves flip flopper thing. If you go there, is it in this article? Yeah, it's in the article. Oh, okay. Uh, let me, uh, let me pull it up. See Keep talking might while be able I do. To, see if you might be able to do this. But if you got to just listen to, yeah, you got to listen to this guy. Go, go, scroll back up. It's at the top. Hold on, right there. Oh, okay. All right, I'll, I'll run it side on right, scene. Listen. Let's see. Those who support the governor should stay with him and vote for him, and I don't want your vote. If you have that hate in your heart, keep it there. I want the vote of the people of Florida who care about our state, 
good Democrats, good independents, good Republicans, unify with this ticket. Unify with Val Demings and Charlie Crist. Unify with us. Those who are haters, you're going to go off in your own world. Okay. And you better get right. Okay, so first off, if you're going to preach unity, you shouldn't flip-flop. <laughs> That's a good in point. In the beginning, like, in, like you started this whole thing <laughs> right. with the ultimate flip-flop. Like, hold on. Totally true. Anybody that voted for DeSantis, I don't want you. So anybody that, right. look, if you voted for DeSantis against the crackhead that the Dems put up last time, right. you got hate in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want your vote. <laughs> right. But then I want to bring everybody together to unify around this ticket. Except for all you motherfuckers that voted <laughs> in the last election. And they voted for... Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can't defend that. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> and he said it with a straight face. With an angry face. With an, Yeah, hold on. With hate in his heart. With, with, yes, with like, fuck you, DeSantis voters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that was the whole look of it. You know? that's the, yeah. okay, look, that encapsulates Charlie Chris <laughs> really, unlike anything I've ever seen. Like, I don't want your vote. Like, Okay, look, Charlie Chris, you are without a doubt the biggest... You have no principles whatsoever. Right. None. Yeah. You're not the love candidate, man. No. You're not that guy. <laughs> no. Like, and don't get me wrong. Look, look, between the two, I would argue that DeSantis is is by far a better candidate or a better uh, DeSantis is a better governor than Chris would than Chris yeah. was. Yeah. But it's not by much. But at the same time, for you, Chris, like the last time you were in that office, you were Republican. Right. And I don't know what you're saying about DeSantis being a better governor. That was definitely true a year ago. Definitely true two years ago. I don't know if it's so much true anymore. I mean, that guy seems to me like he's going. Well, he, yeah, no, he's, he's taking he's, the he's express train some, to Trumpville. Oh, no, no. He's yeah. definitely. He, look, he's got his front seat in the culture war. And oh, he's yeah. like, fuck property rights. Fuck businesses. Right. Like, I'm just going to do what I'm I want to do. I'm going after people yeah, on just, political yeah, vendettas. Yeah, yeah. And, so yeah. Like, in that aspect, he's really fucked up because he yeah. didn't need to do all this. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't need he to do played, He could have played it more towards the middle, more, you know, uh, bringing people in. He, I don't think he needs the. In fact, I think that the, the Trump supporters supporting him heavily in his campaign is going to cost him the the general if, uh, if he runs for president yeah maybe maybe yeah. but he's gonna he's that he, look he but he's gonna win fuck he's winning this As, race especially when trump's in an orange jumpsuit at that point he, he's winning this race for governor though oh, Make no mistake oh about yeah, that. yeah 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 yeah. charlie chris has look, zero shot i don't even need to be in this uh election to guarantee charlie chris loses yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. now hold on one more thing before we start it's for gotta the be hour. quick gotta yeah, be quick so Maxwell Alejandro Frost is a 25-year-old first-time candidate um, that was that won the Democrat nomination for Congress in an area like around the um, um, around the Orlando area, and there were all kinds of people that were running against him. So. Senator Randolph And if you'd like Gracie. to hear more, you can so, no, pick us up. No, up. no, you're out of time. You are out of time. We have a hard deadline. If you'd like to hear Alex finish that story, join us on the second hour at patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage, and we'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs>